0: Hello and welcome back to Ebbing and Flowing. I'm so glad that you're here today. My name is Rihanna and before we get into this episode today, I do think it's really important to acknowledge everything that has been going on, all the tragedies. It has been a very scary time. There's been a lot going on in the Middle East, in our own country, all over the world. There has been so many tragedies and I do think it's important to acknowledge that we are facing very trying times. To put it slightly, it seems like society is kind of collapsing in a way. Between everything going on in the United States, the rising prices, people not being able to afford to live, the strikes, it is just a crazy time and on top of that, there's so much going on in the Middle East and quite literally a genocide is unfolding right before our very eyes. This podcast is a place where I really want to highlight community and highlight being able to have these conversations and check in with each other because we are all that we have you guys we are honestly all that we have and we are nothing without community and nothing without each other so if you're staying aware and doing your research and if you're having conversations with your family and having conversations with your friends and spreading awareness and doing your due diligence of learning what is going on thank you for doing so because it is so difficult to not want to turn away and it's very easy to just turn your head to the side and ignore it because it's not affecting us and we have that privilege to do so. But thank you for not using your privilege to turn a blind eye to things that are going on that are affecting people. It feels like it would be very insensitive for me to talk about <laughs> my own problems without addressing what is going on in the world. And I don't know, it's it's a tricky space to be on social media nowadays. Um, I feel like I've been struggling with even like wanting to post things right now and like being active in social media cuz it's it's a time that I want to listen and be supportive of in in whatever way I can it's not about me it's not about anybody else you know we're supposed to be helping each other and i didn't want to take up more space than i need to or like even take up any space because it's not it's not time for that you know so happy medium for me is to to create and then talk about what is going on in the world and You know create a conversation and acknowledge that that is a reality because we just can't just walk around and act like everything is okay when it's not and like i said with this podcast it is going to be a space where we can talk about things that are difficult and talk about things that are challenging and have difficult conversations i really want to deal with things as they come and not try to hide the harsh reality of of the world and what is going on so thank you for for being here thank you for listening and please do your research history is just constantly repeating itself all the time and it happens because we don't know our history and we don't see what's going on and it's just it's a terrible situation so um that's about all I have to say on that I I don't want to talk too much about it because I don't want this to be a source of information (laughs) for anybody I I encourage you to go out and learn and uh, do research on your own because It it is important to do so and be a self-advocate for learning and educating yourself. Now I could get into our weekly check-in. So this segment really is meant for us to practice staying present, reflecting on how we're feeling, how we're doing. I have this nasty, nasty, nasty habit of dissociating and just fighting to get through every single day and I've realized that this is not a practice that I want to continue anymore. I want to live and not just survive. So, if you are just kind of getting through every single day, mindlessly scrolling, mindlessly doing work, taking your head out of the present moment because you're just trying to get through every second of the day, I encourage you to just sit here and sit with me at least for, for a minute or two. Just, just for a minute out of this podcast, I want you to just acknowledge what you're feeling in your body. Acknowledge if there's any tightness in your chest, if you have a headache. If you feel like you're thirsty and need some water, acknowledge whatever is going on in your body and just sit with it for a second. We spend so much time trying to just blow through each day and we forget that life is happening right in front of us. I really want to make it a habit of being present and doing our best to stay as conscious as we can in each moment because even though life is difficult and even though there's so many things that we would rather be doing in, in certain times, you know, it's it's important to be here and have your head in everything that you do, if possible. It is it is so hard, especially with everything going on in the world. And it is a very, very challenging time to be alive. So I'm right there with you if you're struggling or if you're having a hard time and all you want to do is stay in bed and go under your covers and just stay there forever. I I am right there with you. I record my episodes in my room and my bed is, is staring at me and my cat's on my bed. So I'm like, ugh. I just, I just wanna hide most of these days because of everything going on. But I really wanna talk to you about my current hyperfixation of the week. I have really been feeling nostalgic and you guys we advanced so fast (laughs) if you think about how the 70s and the 80s like things were kind of like a slow burn you know things ramped up and like technology advanced but not at the same way and the same rate that the early 2000s did to like today you know we have smartphones like the fact that we have digital things that are touched it's just like what how did we and why like we didn't need to do that i i want to buy a blackberry so badly i miss blockbuster i miss having dvds i miss having good quality cd players i miss having those you know like things nowadays just break they're terrible and we want to advance everything so fast but we make these shit products nowadays and it's like i don't want to have to buy an iphone every two years because and it's like i'm being forced to buy it i'm being forced to pay a hundred no. I'm being forced to pay $1,000 for a stupid phone that is literally the same thing as it was last time except it's not glitching and lagging because they want to keep us putting money into their company. It is so ridiculous and I will stand on this <laughs> this hill forever. I am so tired of it and I just want to have a slow life. I don't want everything to keep advancing and the thing is is that we advanced so fast, you know? We, we went so fucking fast that now everyone's like, wait, no, like we're not keeping up with the pace of like paying people and having a sustainable life anymore. It's just, it's out of control. So that's something that I've been fixating on and hyper fixating on. And like, I want to go to Target and be able to get popcorn, like fresh popcorn. It's just, it's just, you know, the, you know, the, um, (laughs) the carpets that have like little, the triangles and the squares and like, it's purple. I'm rambling right now and I'm sorry, but this has just been on my mind. You know, you know what I'm talking about? It's like the, uh, the movie theater carpet thing. I just, I love that. I just bring back the ugly early 2000s stuff. Give me that. I love it. We went by that. We went by that too freaking fast. You know, like when I was a kid, I was so excited to be a teenager. I was so excited to be an adult in the 2000s era. I know we're still in 2000s, but like we're in like fucking way, way technologically advanced territory of the 2000s. I want to go back to like when the 2000s were cool and be a teenager in that time and be an adult in that time. We're not there anymore. And I say we should bring it back there is no reason why we don't have Blockbuster. I'm sorry. We, I'm done with Netflix. I'm done with paying like $15 a month for streaming services. I want to have a DVD. I want to have a DVD player. I want to, (laughs) I want to be able to go out with my friends and go rent movies and then bring, it's just, oh, like I, I feel like we were robbed. That's all. I just feel like we were robbed and I really want to go back to that. Oh, I'm getting so frustrated by it. I'm getting... And I just want my little clicky sidekick. You know, the phones where you have the little clicky um, little keypads. I miss that. The drama that came from that. Oh, and you could never break those things either. Like, I'm going to have to move on from this. (laughs) But I... I'm sorry. I just... This is something that has just been bothering me for a while. So, um, I'm always thinking about it. I go into these modes where one second I want to go back to cool cute like bedazzling of our silly little sidekick flip phones. Bring back that time. That was a fucking awesome time. Bring back Club Penguin. Bring back Pop Tropica. Bring back the computer games and like ugh. Bring back when YouTube didn't have advertisements. <laughs> like there's I'm sorry. There's no reason for that. We need to stop trying to nickel and dime everybody out of Fucking entertainment you know it is ridiculous anyways <laughs> I god I'm all over the place and I'm I'm just gonna say that this is what my brain is like all right now that we're done with our hyper fixation for the week I want to talk about life updates I don't know I think I talked in the last episode that I got a new job and I really really you guys I love it it is the most fun job ever like I worked at Starbucks I worked at Trader Joe's I've always been working with the public and now I have a job where I'm a teacher but I also work in an office so it's like I have like my first big girl job it's so cool you know I'm not getting yelled at by customers and Karens it is just uh, it is a, it is a very sweet feeling Um, it is bittersweet I get to wake up I get to have Regularly scheduled days that I go into work. I don't have to close. I don't have to scrape the scum off of the floor, like in the kitchen. I don't have to do any of that stuff, you guys. Like, imagine a world where you don't have to deal with people who are really mean to you, (laughs) don't tip, and you don't have to clean the toilets. What a world to be living in. I'm going to explain what I'm doing. So, I work at a nonprofit and I help adults with disabilities, and it is the most rewarding job that I have ever had. I spend most of my days printing out coloring book pages because we're learning about gardening and how to compost. And we recently learned how to garden and learned how to plant plants. And that was like literally the whole day. I'm sorry. I'm I'm just like, this is a whole new world to me. Like I can't believe I'm getting paid to do this. This is fun. Like who thought that a job would actually be fun? So I'm hanging out with the sweetest people. Like they, I get hugs every day. I get asked how I'm doing every day. Like these people like me. the people i work with like me and to me that is such a concept not that like i didn't get along with the people i worked with in the past i feel like i'm doing something that if i don't show up to work i matter to people like people will notice you know and i think that's such a cool feeling like I'm doing something that genuinely helps people. I don't know It just it's I've never done this before and I'm not saying that my other jobs weren't important This is just a little bit more of a, a bigger role and it's just really cool so basically I'm helping them learn about the food industry there's different pra- or different programs and I'm in the culinary part of the program and I'm helping adults learn how to study for their surf safe exam which if you don't know it's your cer- it's your certification to um, it's your food handler's license basically and so we're learning how to cut correctly we're learning the proper sanitation skills we're learning how to work in a workplace we're doing a lot of team building and team bonding and talking about how to work as a team which is really cool because i get to teach them basically how to be a good worker not only be a good worker but h- how to work alongside your your crew your teammates your fellow baristas your fellow partners and it's really nice to be able to do that because i get to teach them what i would have wanted in a co-worker or what i would hope to have had to work a closing shift with someone who is able to help out to look out for each other to help pick up the slack like not do a sloppy job and wait for the next person to like pick up after you you know it's it's really cool other than that I I'm just so excited to have such a wonderful and rare opportunity to help this community and be able to know such talented and sweet individuals like I just work in the culinary part of the the program but there is an art program that I get to see and oh my gosh their art is like absolutely incredible it is so cool so other than work i have been working on getting myself out of bed before 11am <laughs> i have such a bad habit of sleeping in until the afternoon and letting each day pass me by and i don't want to do that anymore it does not feel good to just sit and rot in rotten bed all day and i don't want to do that so we're working on that we're working on replacing unhealthy patterns with healthy patterns i have so many things that i want to change like reading before bed journaling getting in the getting up in the mornings, being productive, moving my body, and there's so many things that I need to do for myself, but it is just like not that simple to just get up out of bed and do those things automatically. It takes time to to initiate change and it takes time to work up to doing something differently and changing a behavior, you know. And another thing that I've been struggling with is feeling stuck in a limbo of like not necessarily wanting to change, but not wanting to stay stagnant. It's like a very sucky medium to be in so one method that i'm trying to let go of my unhealthy habits is actually letting myself sit in it actually letting myself like indulge in those unhealthy habits so i can get tired of them so i don't feel like i have to to force myself to do something that i don't want to do i'm just gonna do the unhealthy habit until i get bored of it and then it's gonna make me change which weirdly it's working it sounds like a weird method but I'm not pushing myself to shed my skin before I'm actually ready so the more that I've been like sitting and rotting in bed the more that my body has been like wanting to go outside go on walks draw drawn coloring books like I have coloring pages that I bought off of um I think like I bought off of someone's website they have the cutest things it's oh uh bobby bobby goods I think and they have the cutest little coloring pages so I've been starting to do more things like that um reading. I'm starting like a little book club with one of my friends and we're sharing books and doing a book exchange. And so things like that. And yeah, once I give myself, I feel like once I started giving myself options of things to do, I've been able to connect with my inner child more and she's actually cooperating <laughs> and I've actually discovered that if I give myself two choices to choose from instead of saying, oh, like, what do you want to do today or whatever. If I put my inner child in like the driver's seat, obviously it's the, my inner child is not going to know how to drive, you know, so I've realized that if I give my inner child choices, like, would you rather sit here for another 10 minutes and lay down and relax before you get out of bed? And then we can get up or do you want to just get up right now? So giving yourself choices to, in kind of reparenting your inner child has helped me so tremendously. I don't know. It, I don't know the psychology behind it, but it, it it's something that has helped me and I highly recommend doing that. Just giving yourself options um, and making things very simple for yourself and almost looking at yourself when you feel pouty and you feel like you're in a negative headspace. And you don't want to do anything and you know you have to get up and do chores, giving yourself options and allowing yourself to feel whatever way you're feeling, allowing yourself to feel unmotivated, that's okay to feel that way. But knowing that it's okay to feel that way and also like reparenting yourself is such a good way of doing the things that you need to do and still being productive while also not trying to change the way that you feel or pretend that you want to be motivated. It's, it's a finicky thing you don't have to change the way that you're feeling if you don't feel like getting out of bed like that's okay but giving yourself like boundaries you know holding boundaries for yourself is honestly like the biggest thing that has been a game changer for myself and this I guess leads me into the main thing that I wanted to talk about in this episode which is choosing your quote-unquote hard I want to tell you a little bit about my background I spent a lot of time being the person that I never wanted to be out of spite out of resentment for my past My trauma, my family problems, how my situation growing up was. I never had the luxury to be irresponsible. Even as a child, I grew up way too fast. When I moved out of my dad's house, my life completely fell apart. I lived in a very controlling environment. And I guess I'll give you some examples. I was never allowed to wear certain clothes. For example, I wasn't allowed to wear skinny jeans because uh. If I were to wear skinny jeans as a 10-year-old, I would be slut-shamed or I wasn't allowed to have long hair for whatever reason. Um, I wasn't allowed to wear two-piece bathing suits. I I just lived in a very controlling household and was never really looked at as an adult or as an individual human being. Um, It was always kind of like that authoritarian parenting that kids are not meant to be seen or heard. They're meant to follow rules and instructions. And I've been told repeatedly I've never been allowed to have my own thoughts. Um, And this has continued into my current age of 23 years old. So I moved out of my, that household when I was 20 years old. And this was in the middle of COVID. In the middle of the pandemic, I was working at Trader Joe's. I was in college. Um, I got to a point where I just couldn't do it anymore I was brainwashed for such a long period of my life and I grew up and I started to distance myself from that parent and decided well I didn't decide I started to grow my own way of thinking and that uh, that obviously didn't (laughs) that wasn't okay you know in the household that I was living in so when I decided to move out of this very unhealthy environment my life kind of fell apart I went from this very controlled dynamic this very codependent relationship that was extremely toxic and my whole world shattered I had no idea who I was I I was freaking out because I had my whole life planned and I didn't want that I I never wanted that and I never was able to choose my own future or decide who I wanted to be even as a person so none of my thoughts were ever my own the way that I was thinking the way that I was dressing everything was controlled and I I left that I had the choice to finally leave that environment um and I did and it has been the most challenging thing I have ever experienced and not in a bad way and I thank God every single day that I was given the strength to be able to choose something for myself and say no to to somebody who I have never even been able to tell my thoughts or feelings to that was the most difficult decision I've ever made in my entire life and I'm healing and growing and unlearning and learning so many things about myself I've I've never I've never felt this way about myself and about life and it has been so challenging because I feel like I don't have the skills the emotional regulation skills I was never taught anything really I was just told what to do and so now I feel like I'm an adult like I'm I'm physically an adult but I don't have anything like I don't have any of the skills that I should have been taught as a kid so now I'm just like fuck like I'm trying to figure out I'm trying to navigate adulthood I'm trying to navigate being a human being in the midst of like covid and the world shifting and society changing and the 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 rules of the game are kind of changing in this world in this life you know like things aren't the way that they were back in in 1970s which is when my parents you know were born and life is completely different and it's hard to get ahead it's it's extremely difficult so On top of learning all those things and and on top of living and trying to figure out my own life as a a 23-year-old, I am learning about how to manage my emotions and I'm learning about my mental health issues and trying to figure out who I am as a person and I was never able to do those things. I was never able to develop any sort of independence from my parents or my family. I never had a thought of my own and now I struggle with a lot of issues and it's been so difficult to do so. My point is it was hard to stay in that environment and it was so difficult every single day. It was unbelievably hard. It was unbelievably challenging and it was also unbelievably hard to choose something different for myself and to walk away from something that was not serving me and that kept me in a tiny little succulent pot when I was trying to grow into a huge like full tree you know like I I there was I just got so uncomfortable to the point where there was no other option I had to do something even though it was terrifying even though I've never done it before even though I have never ever done anything for myself in that way and spoke up for myself and chose something to move in a different direction and choose something completely different than what it was laid out for me and It was the hardest thing of my life. And not only that, it completely set me back, um, but it also propelled me forward. It was like a slingshot effect where I I left the house and I moved in with another relative and it was a completely different environment. I had complete freedom. I (laughs) was able to do kind of pretty much whatever I wanted and obviously this was kind of a this was a shock to my system and i've never experienced anything like this and it was during covid so i experienced psychosis i had it i had a mental breakdown and was getting panic attacks every single day multiple times a day i couldn't leave my house i couldn't go to work i couldn't i couldn't see my friends i couldn't i couldn't even go to sleep at night um it was the most difficult Thing I've ever experienced I felt like I was out of my body at all times I felt like I didn't I didn't recognize my family I didn't recognize myself I didn't recognize my friends everything felt very foreign and very scary and I didn't feel like I was inside of my body and it was months like this and I couldn't get any help from any therapist because it was during COVID and it was just a lot it was a lot at once and I didn't have any help and this was it it was to the point where i should have been hospitalized but i was alone i was living with my grandmother who is handicapped so i didn't really have like a a like a um structured like support system i was mainly taking care of my grandmother while doing all of this and i still am and yeah it it was just a lot at once but after i got a hold on my mental health and after i got a hold of the issues and I'm, and I'm still struggling with it every single day. I not gonna list off the diagnosis and I have, um, oh, I guess I can. <laughs> I have, um, I, I was diagnosed with panic disorder, um, generalized anxiety, OCD. Um, I'm trying to figure out some other things that I have, I feel like I need to be diagnosed with that, um, are, very very it's a very it's just hard you know it's hard because everything is interlinked and everything is everything has like the same very similar symptoms so it's hard to do that um and I'm trying to get help on that but again like the healthcare system is a mess right now and it's just it's hard to get a hold of somebody um without getting an appointment six months later than you need it so <laughs> dealing with that is also difficult but Ignoring the problems and ignoring my mental health would have been even worse. I guess with all of this, I'm trying to say that no matter what you choose to do, you have to make a choice. You have to choose whether you want to stay the same. And in my case, whether if I stayed with my parents and I, and I continued down that path of choosing a life that wasn't meant for me, that was kind of pre-planned and predestined for me i i don't even want to imagine what i would be like then because i was so unhappy in that environment and that was three years ago and i don't even want to think about where i would be now if i were still in that situation and and that's not to say that my current situation is any less challenging or any less hard there's a lot of pros and cons to both sides if I were to stay in my old situation, I wouldn't have to think about anything. I wouldn't have to worry about anything. I would be completely controlled and my life would be set up for me and I wouldn't have to to be scared of the world. I would li- continue to live in my sheltered environment and I wouldn't be facing the world head on and figuring out things the hard way and learning the hard way. But on the other hand, I'm here and I did choose something different and I I wouldn't I wouldn't have it any other way as difficult as it has been and as many hard lessons I have learned I am making decisions for myself and that is priceless that is something that I would never ever ever trade for the world as I've come from a place where I didn't have that luxury and You choose what you want to... You choose what your challenge is. And either it's a challenge that is rewarding and makes you feel good and is a choice that you feel serves your highest purpose and gets you to where you want to go. Or you choose something that you're settling with. Something that doesn't resonate with you. Something that... Like, for example, for me every day is difficult to get out of bed. It is so hard for me to get out of bed, but it's also hard for me to stay in bed. It's hard to rot. It's hard to sit in bed looking at the ceiling, realizing what your actions are, knowing that I am spending my day laying in bed. It is 2 p.m. I haven't done anything with my day and this is a day that I'm going to have to give away practically because this is my life. I I'm only going to have this day once and I'm choosing to waste it away by rotting in bed. It is hard to sit with that fact that you have given away one of your days and you could have done something beautiful. You could have gone to the beach. I live by the beach. I could have done that. I could have seen my friends. I could have been productive. I could have done I could have used it for anything else that would make me feel good. But I didn't, you know? So that's hard. That in itself is hard. Knowing that that's something you're going to have to live with is hard. But getting up setting boundaries with yourself, getting out of bed, going on a walk, getting some sunshine. If you want to lay down, go lay in the sun. Choosing to do something that is constructive for you, that you know is going to make you feel good in the long run, it's also hard to do that. It's hard to get out of bed. It's hard to make that choice for yourself. But the difference is, is that you're doing something that makes that you know is going to make you feel good and that is good for you in the long run. And I try to apply this ideology to Whatever I do, no matter what it is, my life has made a complete 360 <laughs> um, about a million times over, and I, if I were to go back in time and tell myself that my life would look the way that it is right now, I am pursuing something that I'm not quite sure I know how it's going to work out, I'm going down an unconventional path that has not been paved before, at least in my family, and I don't know where it's going to lead me. I don't know where this is going to lead me, but I'm using my own inner compass and that is what matters. And at the end of the day, I'm going to get where I'm going to get to wherever I need to be because I am following not my head or my heart, but I'm following but what what I know to be true and I'm following it's something higher that You can only tune into and listen to when you quiet everything else out. When you don't listen to what everyone else is telling you to do and you don't listen to your fears either. You don't listen to the little voice in your head that is telling you to stay safe all the time. That's not your intuition. That is fear. And that is just what the world has taught you is to stay small and living in a life living a life that has you staying small and doing things out of fear and always taking the second route and taking the plan b because you're scared of going full force with plan a like that's not living like and i was never taught that i was always taught to go down a conventional route i wanted to be a nurse i wanted to not because i wanted to like actually do it because it was a safe job and it and not to say that like being a nurse is is not like a rewarding wonderful career like It is. It's incredible. But for me, it's like, if that's what I wanted to do, then that's what I would do. But that wasn't what I wanted to do. And I knew that in the back of my head, I knew that. And if I were to go down that path, knowing that that isn't truly what I wanted to do, like truly in my heart, it would kill me. Like that's not, that's not, we all do things out of fear and I'm trying to learn to not do so because that's how I was taught growing up is to do things out of fear, to do things out of a scarcity mindset. And going down that path is also hard because you're giving up something else. You're giving, you're always going to be thinking, what if, what if I chose to do something that I really wanted to do? It's, I guess what I'm trying to say is that it's hard to do something and go down a different path because you're scared of the challenges that come with going down a path that you don't know how you're going to get there, but you know that something is calling you there and there's something in your heart and in your head and in your mind that is telling you that you just need to take a jump and a leap of faith. It's hard to walk away from that. It is hard to walk away from something that is a nagging feeling that your intuition is constantly trying to get you to take a chance on. And it's also hard to go down that path. But what I've learned is that the path that you truly know that you're meant to go down you will be learning so many lessons and you will be feeling so good about your choices because it's it makes sense to you. You're not doing things because it makes sense to anybody else. You're doing it because it makes sense to you. And at the end of the day, this is our life. This is our one life. And, and I'm not talking about afterlife. We can get into that another day. But this is our one life at least that we know of in this, in this period of time that we're going to remember how we spent our life. And if we're not doing it for ourselves and we're doing it for other people, you're going to live with regrets. And that is not a life that I want to live. And that is not a life that I want you to live. So I just want you to think about what it means to choose your heart. Choose a path that is worth fighting for. Choose a path that you know is going to be windy, is going to be difficult, is going to be gut-wrenching, and is going to teach you how to unlearn, and it's going to flip your world completely upside down but it's going to be worth it because you know you know that that is meant for you that is what is calling you that is your higher purpose those are the lessons that you are meant to learn and it's going to be so rewarding because you did that for yourself don't do anything for anybody else you choose what is meant for you you choose what is worth putting in time and effort into this is your life this is your choice and if you're going to live for anybody it needs to be for yourself change is hard but so is staying the same you are loved you are heard you are seen and i am so proud of you thank you for showing up today thank you for being here thank you for just being the light that you share with the world and i appreciate you i just want you to know that but that is all that i have for you today i am looking forward to seeing you next time if you enjoyed this video or if you have any comments or questions, please head over to the Instagram. I'm going to uh, I'm going to add it in, I don't know what it's called, the, the caption. It's not a caption, it's Spotify. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know. I'm going to add it in the notes for this episode is what I'm trying to say. Um, I would love to see you there. I would love to chat. I would love to hear more from you. So I'll see you in the next episode. I will see you on Instagram. And that is so gross. I hate saying that but (laughs) um i hope you have a good rest of your week and i will see you at the next one bye